Welcome to College Q&A. I'm Justin Myrick, and recently my son Drake said I need new intro music. So let's do this. Hey, Dad, how about some college questions? Let's hear them. Let's hear them. All right, we are live with our newest episode. And the question, how should I handle uncertainty about my future? This is an awesome question, and I'm certainly excited for us to explore it. I'm also excited about the guest that we have today. This man has been an encouragement to me throughout the years. He is a graduate of Arkansas Tech University, has went on to do some awesome things, and uh, God has brought him back here to Russellville. Uh, he's a very godly man. I'm very grateful for him, so please help me welcome my good friend, Clayton Frazier. Clayton, how are you, my friend? Hey, I'm doing well, DJ. Well, brother, let's jump right into it, man. I love uh, this question. This is actually, you guys know that we say, hey, keep keep the questions coming. Well, this is one that Clayton sent in. And if it's okay to say that, I thought that was a great question that he had. Um, and so it's one that he's excited to talk about as well. And I think uh, that this will be fun for us. So let's jump right in. How should I handle uncertainty about my future? Clayton, what comes to mind when you think of that question? When I think of that question, I think of, several things. I think of the word risk. Uh, I think of the word control. I think of the word anxiety or fear. Mm. And in my mind, it's just how do we how do we wrestle with all four of those things and then still keep our feet moving forward? So that's kind of what I hope to talk through uh, as we discuss the rest of the questions on this podcast. Okay. Yeah. No, you you mentioned some good words there, man. Just fear, anxiety. I think those are very real things uh, when you're dealing with uncertainty. It's things you don't know. I think we kind of we want to know things like that. It's hard for us to accept not knowing, and so it kind of creates tension in the body. I mean, literally, your brain's like you. Do, it, there's something missing, and yeah. so now I've got. Um, which of those do you feel like is the hardest for you to, to wrestle with when it comes to uncertainty? Those out of those four things you mentioned. I think for me, the biggest thing is control. I'm the type of person mm. I like to be very prepared. I like to have a plan. I like to think through what possible outcomes can be. And uncertainty takes, takes that out of the window mm -hmm. in a lot of ways. But I think that's a good thing too, because I mean, I can't, predict the future mm. in so many ways I would like to because I would like to you know, know exactly what I needed to do to get from point A to point Z mm -hmm. but that's not how God designed it and trying to be in control although my heart yearns for that um, I think it's just another example of pride in a lot of mm. ways and so that's something that I have to deal with is how do I keep moving forward keep you know trying to live in a way that honors God. I work hard, provide for my family, but I don't like hold so tightly to my idea of what my life should be like that I'm not willing to, you know, when God opens a different door to say, okay, even though I don't know what happens when I walk through this, this door or down mm. this new road, if I think he's in it, I'm still going to do it. Mm. So I would say control is really, the one that I, I feel the Lord's teaching me the most about at this moment. No, I love how you said 
it's not God's design, right? And I think you're right. We've talked a little bit about on the podcast with, uh, you know, how can I trust the decisions I'm making now? How can I learn to obey God? And I think you're speaking to something that that comes with the territory of life with God and life with Jesus is that he, he could, he could give us all, but he does, right? It seems to be his way that he gives us that next step. And then there's a lot of trust and there's, you know, there's, there's a lot of things that we learn about ourselves mm-hmm. and exactly what you're saying of, of giving up control. And I love what you're saying about being willing to redirect my steps because we, because we do like control so much. We feel like, okay, th- this is what I'm doing now. Mm. And we can just hang on to it and, you know, like close fisted, like this is what I'm going for. And that's good to have direction and passion and zeal for something. But we also it's that tight balance of being willing to, okay, God is is gently trying to redirect us. And if we're so stubborn, on no, 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 I got this. I got, you know, that's well, man, for you, when when has been a time in your life that you've dealt with some uncertainty? So for the past little bit, the past even couple of years, it seems like we've Emily and I have dealt with some uncertainty Mm -hmm. when we we graduated from college, I got my master's in emergency management. So this is a very real Mm. question. Um, She graduated. We weren't quite sure what the next step was. She wanted to go get her her PhD at uh, the University of Tennessee. So we were thinking, you know, is that the right option? Should we do that? Mm. Um, Things seemed to indicate yes. So we did. And and it turned out that was a great thing. Mm. Um, Although there was so much uncertainty about like, what okay i'm just about to graduate or i am graduated what is i mean the future's mm-hmm. wide open where do i walk mm-hmm. and you know we didn't have a lot of answers but we just said we're going to take a risk and see mm-hmm. and the lord provided so that's one example more recently though is when my dad passed away a couple of years ago um it it seemed at that time like the best thing to do was begin to prepare to come back to Russellville mm. and, and and help mom out with different things. Mm. And, and there was quite a bit that needed to be done with his estate. But there was uncertainty there, too, because I was I had a nice job in risk management at the university there. Mm. Uh, I was poised for a big pay raise and promotion. And Emily had just graduated. Mm. She got a a job offer there at UT for just like a lecturer position, mm. but it was something she was interested in. Yeah. And so it's like, well, which path do we walk down this path here? It seems really good. We've got great friends here. It's comfortable, but at the same time, it really felt like God was leading us back here for a reason. And so we said, okay, we're just going to do it. We're mm. going to come back and, and see what happens. And so there was, you know, there's the feelings of, am I making the right decision I have no idea what I might, you know, what the future might hold, Mm -hmm. but I still think it's the best thing to do. And I, and we did it and we had peace because we've, we were trusting that we were seeking to honor the Lord with it and, and be obedient, you know, commands to care Mm -hmm. for your family, care for widows, care for, you know, other things. So I can, looking back, Although there was that was a big period of uncertainty, lots of unanswered questions. Um, I can look back and I don't have any regrets about leaving or anything like that. 
course, you know, you miss your friends, you miss things, mm -hmm. you know, the places, the people, your, you know, your old stomping mm -hmm. grounds. But it's not like my conscience is, is red flagging me for making a bad decision. Mm. And that's something that I think the Lord gives us a lot of freedom in and something that growing up and even when I was in college, I didn't really grasp like I should have. I think I felt a lot of bondage about, okay, I want to know what God's will is and I want to walk in it and I want to know exactly. It's like there's a bunch of rocks in a river to get to the other side. You got to jump here, then here, then here. Mm. But sometimes I think the Lord just wants us to say, you know, or be like, why don't you just swim across? Just get in the stream. Yeah, yeah. just just go. That's and if awesome. you're seeking to honor me, then he's he's not going to let you go astray. It's mm. not like you're going to screw things up if mm. you're trying to honor the Lord mm. and you're obeying his commands. So that might be a little more than your question originally asked, but that's kind of how I think about my recent period of mm. uncertainty. Well, I think that's so good because... I think there are seasons of, and college is certainly one of those, I call it the figuring out stage. I think it's college and then probably even all through your 20s. Mm. There's so much life change that takes place and, so, and it's different for everybody. Sometimes it's even in their third, but, but you go through um, those moments where something's finished and you know, and you can even sense when it's coming, like, you know, like, okay, mm. this is ending. So something new is about to begin. What is that? And I love what you said because I've observed it too. I felt it in my life and observed it with students that struggle to, uh, you mentioned the word bondage, which I think is such a, a, a true and accurate word for how some people approach this. Mm. It is, I've got to make the exact pinpoint decision. It's like, if, it's like, the, it's like God's will is this perfect little step. And if I don't do it, oh my, you know, my life's going to fall apart. And I love how you said, you know, there's so much more freedom with God and so much more to life just with him than than that. And yeah. if our focus is on honoring him and I love the, the picture of a stream, it's like we think it's this exact. And he's like, what are you doing? I, the water's amazing. Yeah. Like, you know, as I picture like a creek in the summer and just the, the creek water can get cold or, mm -hmm. you know, feels good. Just get in the water. Mm -hmm. What are you doing? And if you want to use some stones along the way, great. Skip some rocks along. Great. Like just, you know, and I do, I do think there's a freedom from the Lord in that. And oftentimes we are, we put so much pressure on ourselves to make the right decisions. Like, and you know, obviously there's, we need to put thoughts in our steps and sure. that's good, but there's a balance to it. And I think, I think we need more of the, Hey, you need to experience some freedom in yes. this decision-making. If we're, if all your decisions are honoring the, to the Lord and that's your goal, then sometimes he's going to give you options and mm -hmm. that's okay. Mm -hmm. You know, I also like how you mentioned that sometimes life circumstances brings up new things and change and shift. And that's hard sometimes, like in the case of your father's passing, you know, that's something that I feel like, and I respect and appreciate how you were willing to see that and observe it and not be so stuck on, well, this is what I'm doing. Mm. Like, this is what I'm, I have to do this. Like I have to have, this is, I can't redirect. I think that's a great testimony of a life and, and a heart who's willing to say, okay, like this is what we were doing. And it was good and right. Mm. But Hey, you know what? Something happened. And now let, let's ask some questions, you know, maybe, and, and maybe from, from listening to you, it sounded like that's what started as, Hey, you know, maybe we ought to consider this. Mm -hmm. We love it here. This is great. We got connection. We got church, you know, we, all these things are in place that are good. So 
it doesn't make sense in our mind, but it might be worth praying about. Yeah. It might be worth sure. exploring. And then as you were willing to do that, then it became clear. Sure. And I think that's so good because in times of uncertainty, a lot of times we're just unwilling to even consider something different, right? It's like, right. so I love that about you, man. I, I think that's a powerful, powerful testimony. Um, do you feel like there were some things during that process of, of figuring out, you know, that helped you through that? What, 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 what was something maybe that, that, that was able to guide you during that time of, of maybe the in-between time before you knew? I think that's a great question. And that, there were several things. Uh, we we spent some time seeking out some people that we really, really valued their opinion and knew they would shoot us straight. And so we just asked them, you know, these are kind of what our circumstances look like and what we're thinking. Do you see any any error in this? Are there any red or yellow flags we should be aware of? They said, you know, no, you're not doing anything bad. You're mm. not dishonoring the Lord. You're, mm. You're trying to trying to seek him, trying to take care of your family. So you do what you need to do and then see what the next opportunities are. And so we we took that in mind. We began praying quite a bit. And then, I mean, God gave us minds. He gave mm. us minds to think about. I'm a very analytical person. Like I said earlier, I like to have a plan. And as I was planning things out and looking, I realized that to execute what I needed to execute. I had to be back here. Mm. I couldn't do it from afar. Mm. Uh, my, my brother was very busy. He's, he's doing his own things mm -hmm. that only he can do. My mom's doing the things only she can do. So I needed to do the things only I could do. And so, you know, as Emily and I talked about that, we realized, you know, it's a good thing. Mm. So let's go ahead, jump out, do this. Even though there's a lot of uncertainty, mm. Neither one of us would then have steady jobs, but we could we could trust that God would provide and he mm. has. There's something you kind of struck on that I, I would love to talk a little bit about when there's a, a phrase that I say to my kids a lot. And, and I felt like the Lord's rebuked me with the same thought is, hey, you know, quit focusing on what you don't have and enjoy what you do have. Mm. And when you spoke about how you sought counsel from people you trusted, good, godly people that you, you're willing to say you, you're, you're going to trust them. That's something you had in place that you were willing to make the most of. And I guess what I'm saying is, is like, obviously there's going to be times where we don't know a lot of things, but we have to be willing to recognize what we do have and make the most of those things. Because mm -hmm. if we're not making the most of what we actually have right now in place, how can we ever expect to deal with the uncertain things? Sure. Sure. So, you know, and we, we've hit on that on the God's will for my life uh, episode, you know, and I think uh, I referenced a book by David Seals, uh, The Missionary Call. Mm. And uh, there's a chapter where he just I, I really appreciate it because he hits like all, the, you know, how do you discern God's will? Well, it's, you know, it's yes, God's word, prayer, the counsel of other people, as you spoke to. Um, but then he got into some things I never thought of, like timing. Um, circumstances, you know, desires, all all these things that work together to help you discern. But I felt like you know, it's probably worth pointing out in that situation that I love how you made the most of what, hey, look, we've got counsel. Let's ask somebody. Mm -hmm. I think so many, so many mm -hmm. times we're not willing to do that. Just bounce an idea off somebody say, hey, 
this is what's going on. What do you think about this? That's such a practical thing that I I am so thankful you shared that because I don't think we do it enough. Mm. I mean, being willing, the humility it takes, because the truth is, if you're going to do it, you also have to be willing to, if they, if they, you know, you got great advice, like, hey, I think you're on the right track. <laughs> the trick is, A, being willing to do it, and then B, being willing if they come back and say, well, hey, here's some things that, that could be potentially not mm-hmm. good about this and be willing to receive that. Yeah. But again, I think, Y'all being willing to do that is it speaks so much to the willingness to to lean on the things you actually have in place, because um, as we've already referenced, there's so much of life that's out of our control. Yeah, and the great lie is that we can make decisions in such a way that can put everything into our control, mm-hmm. and it's such mm-hmm. a lie. Mm-hmm. You know, I like what Chuck Swindoll. He's uh, I just I like his. He's got some quotes that have stuck with me throughout my life, and one of them is that I'm convinced that life is 10% of what happens to me and 90% of how I respond Mm, to it. That's good. And so it is with life. He's talking about attitude, right? And he, his whole, and the reason what stuck with me, he's at the, the whole point of that quote, he's admitting that there's very little of my life that I actually control. Mm. But the one thing that I can always control is my attitude. Yes. You know, how, how do you feel like attitude can help us in, in times where we, I mean, even right now, like mm-hmm. we, you know, you and I were talking right before the podcast, uh, just about everything we're dealing with right now in our, in our, in the world, the whole world's been impacted. And so we're all trying to navigate through times of, it's, it is absolutely a time of uncertainty. You know, how do you feel like attitude can help us, um, in, whether it's something like that, 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 or something like in our life, you know, how can that play a part in, yeah, in us dealing with it right in a right way? Well, Justin, one of the things that immediately comes to mind as you were sharing that was even what Jesus said, you know, you can't make one hair of your head Hmm. white or black. Hmm. You know, there's we think we can do all these things, but really it's out of our control in a lot of ways as to actually manufacturing an outcome. Hmm. But we are always in control of how we choose to respond and how we choose to look at a situation Um, and and. Like for me, something that I'm very often struggle with is uh, self-pity, feeling Mm -hmm. sorry for myself whenever bad Mm -hmm. circumstances happen. But I don't have to do that. And I can choose, I can, like I can sit in that Mm -hmm. or I can try to to do something to look at the world a different way. Mm -hmm. Um, And I mean, it's more complicated than that, but... The, the principle that I'm trying to get at is, yes, we have a choice on how we choose to respond. And, you know, a lot of that is who you choose to listen to. Mm. Are you listening to people who are complaining all the time? Mm. If, if, if that's the, the input that you're getting, it's no wonder if perhaps your own perspective mm. is jaded and cynical and pessimistic. Mm. And so seek out people who are going to be life giving to put you on a good path and remind you of things that are true because the enemy is so good Mm. at getting us down and reminding us or or making us feel anxious and trapped and like, like there's just the, the weight of the world's on our shoulders Mm. and it's up to us to fix it, but Mm. it's not. We can rest in Christ in a lot of ways Mm. and just keep walking in, in doing our best to to see the world in a healthy way 
do you feel like I, I just I'm sitting here listening to us and I'm thinking that if when I first saw the question, you know, are are there times where it's heightened uncertainty? Yes. Yep. We're in one of those. Yeah. Hands down. Like no doubt about it. Try we're all trying to figure it out. So there's that. But then there's just life. And I'm I'm thinking out loud with you, thinking life really is just one big walk through uncertainty. It is. I mean, if you really think about it. Now, which it, it, it makes me think about the disciples when they were with Jesus and knowing that reality and then knowing how he actually displayed control over like a storm. Remember, he's napping on the boat. Mm-hmm. They're like, Jesus, we're going to die. <laughs> what are you doing sleeping? Man? And he wakes up and calms the storm. Yeah. They're like, wait a second. We can't do that. Right? Like I... You know, it, it, it's, um, I see themes in all the questions we explore on the podcast and this theme has to be, you know, who are we pursuing? Who are we seeking to be close with that? We know what are, what are the things we're sure of? What do we have? Well, if we trust in Christ, we've got a relationship with God through him. And am I really leaning on him and leaning on God's word to give me wisdom to know how to handle everything else that is uncertain? Yeah. And, you know, I can't imagine me trying to walk through life without that, you know, and it makes me grateful for verses in scripture. Like uh, if any of you lacks wisdom, Mm -hmm. he should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault. You know, that that's I, I don't think God knowing that life is a big box of uncertainty. I love it that God is not up there just laughing at us, struggling with uncertainty. Yeah. He's a good father who whose wisdom is readily available, according to all of Proverbs, I think of, like, right? Yeah. Like it's it's yeah. not like it's not like God's making it hard. He's like, no, wisdom here, go after wisdom, go get it. If you know, though it costs you all you have, get wisdom. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's probably a different discussion, the cost all you have. But I think, you know, your example of you guys be willing to have a conversation, to me, that is a slight cost that you're willing to submit to someone else's opinion of how they feel about your situation. Mm-hmm. And you're willing to listen to that. And cause I think it takes humility to go to that situation and, and, and admit, cause what you're, I feel like what you're really saying is, Hey, I, I might be off here. Oh yeah. I mean, is there like, I'm, I want some feedback. Am I off track? <laughs> right? Like, is hey, that I've fair? been off enough times in my life to realize I need some people to say, Clay, you're not seeing this clearly. So that's why I welcome that. But I feel like that helped. See, that's so freeing for me when I feel like life dealing with uncertainty is that I'm going to lean on the things that I know I've got in place. My relationship with God, my relationship with people. Mm-hmm. If I'm leaning on those things, then, you know, in time, we'll figure it out. And like you said earlier, I don't think it's here's the next 10 years of your life. I, I had a similar experience. I remember when I first got to Russellville. And I knew God was kind of stirring in me to do a journeyman project. And that's a two-year project. So shortly after arriving here, it was like I knew that was maybe stirring in me. Mm. It's kind of uncertainty. Like, so I knew this wasn't long-term, right? I get there. That's a two-year deal. So at some point, that ends. I come home. Uh, Brooke and I get married. Uh, church throws me a bone. We, we, I, I'm able to get a job here. She's working at the hospital. He's... I feel like spurring us on to do seminary. So we moved to Louisville. 
And while there, I remember it was my first semester and I felt like God was just for our situation. He was stirring in me that, that instead of doing full-time seminary, like part, I had a part-time job at a, man, this is so funny. I was working at Staples. Okay. And, uh, but I knew we needed a little bit more income. We were struggling financially. So I, I, there was a job offer to be a manager of an, of a local ice cream shop. No way. Yes. And the ice cream shop, it was, it was one of those unique, like mom and pop. It's not, it wasn't a chain. It was a really cool. And and everyone in in Louisville knew about it. And I mean, if they did specials, like it was, and it was awesome. And so I I went for the job every, I got the job. I got offered the job, I should say. Okay. But in the process of all this, I felt like God was giving me freedom to to flip that to where I did full-time ministry, part-time seminary. So in the process of in between, and I didn't know what guy was going to do, but in that moment, I was like, well, I'm going to apply for this job because if it's staying here, then this would be nice. This would be helpful. When the process, um, a church from Tulsa, Oklahoma called Skelly Drive Baptist Church and uh, Art Rogers, who was uh, he's since passed away, but he was there. He uh, he and David Knuckles, the worship pastor, they I talked to those guys and God opened up a door there. Um, And so I had a really cool. But, you know, I say all that to say that there was a that there was a lot of years that in there where it was, you knew something's about to change. Mm-hmm. And I, and I feel like, um, you know, now, I mean, it's interesting looking back on the last 10 years when God brought us back here, you know, um, man, honestly, it's been kind of nice to be in a spot where I haven't sensed that. I feel like that part of uncertainty has maybe shifted. So that may mm-hmm. have lifted. Like, so that season of figuring it out has kind of changed. Now God could redirect steps any minute. Sure. But it feels like we're here, but it doesn't mean uncertainty's gone away, right? right? I mean, we've had four children in, in <laughs> ten years. Like, bro, Brooks had four. It was like, man, there's there's some uncertainty when you deal with children, man. You know, and so I find it interesting that the, we think that the lies that okay, if I can like, so if I can just figure out what I'm going to do, like my calling, so to speak, whatever, then I'll be good. Well, no, because then there's a different angle of uncertainty. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, if I just figure out these three or four things, well, guess what? Boom, coronavirus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like mm-hmm. like there, there's always going to be an element of uncertainty in our yes. life. And so I feel like, honestly, to summarize, I, I'm thinking, I, I'm trying to uh, active listen here, but it's part of step one, being willing to just accept uncertainty and know that it's a part of life. It, is that part of our problem that we want to resist that and act in and to your point, control. Yes. Because control is basically rejecting any idea of uncertainty. Is right. step one saying, this is okay. This is part of like, I got to embrace it. I agree. Yes. That's a great way of putting it. Okay. No, I, I, it's funny because you would think that would create fear and anxiety. That doesn't give me fear and anxiety. That actually frees me. Yes. It frees me to have to feel like I have to figure everything out right now. Yep. And that is such a blessing. Like, man, if, if it's not that, if, if the goal is I'm supposed to figure it all out right now, then that is oppressive, man. Mm-hmm. That is so much weight. You said this earlier. There's so much weight on my shoulders. But if I can just accept, guys, okay, this is part of life. It's okay. Man, that is so freeing for my mind and my heart. It doesn't mean I can sit back and be lazy and be passive. Exactly. There, there's a balance to this, right? Because yeah. we need to make plans. We need to go to our friends like you did. I keep referencing that. It's so good. But we, you're, you said that. You made a list of, all right, here's, here's the things. And, and it helps you see that I cannot do what I need to do right now, what I know God's calling me to be responsible with. I cannot do that from where I'm at right now, location-wise. Yeah. Had you not sat down and diligently wrote those things out or however you did that, 
you wouldn't have been able to see it. So there's that side of it too. It doesn't. So, but I feel like embracing it, it, the freedom actually in my mind gives me more motivation to be diligent in figuring things out. I think that's a great word because I don't have, because at the end of the day, it's like, I'm going to do my diligence. And if I still don't know, it's okay. Right. And something else I want to add to that is when we think about uncertainty, sometimes that can be uh, heightened or enhanced when we see other people who, especially our own age, who think they, who it appears to us, they have it all figured out. Mm. And I think that there's a, great temptation to begin to play the comparison game yes like okay well this person is clearly established already in their field they know what they want they're on a great trajectory Mm. and i'm i'm not Mm. but that's again it's a lie because just like you know when after jesus was raised from the dead and he was there talking with his you know his followers his two followers it's like well what about what about him over here Mm. he tells him you know Basically, so what? Yeah. You must follow me. Mm. So what happens to somebody over here and their trajectory is great for them. Mm. And and we need to celebrate somebody else's success, even if, if it appears they have more stability mm. or more income mm-hmm. or more whatever our heart longs for. Mm-hmm. We don't need to covet that. We need to realize God has us in this position and we, and this is exactly, it's where it's okay that I'm where I am right now. Mm -hmm. And I just want to give that warning to anyone who's listening, who might be tempted like many of us are, like I am Mm -hmm. often to look at somebody else and feel inadequate because I don't, it, it appears that my life looks a little different, but I'm telling this to myself. I'm telling this to anyone Mm. is that it's okay. And just like you were saying, where's my, I just need the faith for the next step Mm -hmm. and the next step and to be content where I am because there's freedom in that. Mm -hmm. Because once you, you work hard, you don't compare yourself to others and you just keep faithfully Mm -hmm. plodding along one Mm -hmm. step at a time. It's, you can have peace in life that otherwise, if you're obsessed with trying to get ahead or to match somebody else or to have it all figured mm. out you're just going to be emotionally exhausted that's a great warning and i think a caution because you're right i think that's the heart of you know there's two faults of our humanity that we we the control aspect and the comparison aspect and you're right i mean because every everybody's story is so different right and you're mm-hmm. you're so right and so we fail miserably to assume that our our path is supposed to look like the next person's and so man that's a great word Man, this this has been a good discussion. Do you have any other just closing thoughts when it comes to uncertainty and just practical things that have helped you or anything else that that we didn't have the chance to cover that you'd like to share? Well, as we as we close, I guess I'd just like to leave everybody with there's there's a lot of value in making a plan, sticking to it because there's something to be said for diligence, for discipline, and for just seeing something through that you started, mm. that's valuable. Yes. Um, and it's it's good to dream big dreams. And it's good to be ambitious and to try to change the world. Because 
you know, God tells us to take dominion and stewardship over mm-hmm. this earth. So that means doing our very best to change it in a positive way. And what I want to leave everybody with is it's okay if it doesn't feel like you're doing that right now. Mm. And it's okay if it, if the plan hasn't gone exactly as you thought it would. Mm. Um, Cause we, we live in a fallen world, but the good thing is if you just, you eat the elephant one bite at a time, mm. you know, mm. and, and it's okay to keep doing that. The slow, steady perseverance is, is what matters in the mm. long run. And you can look back and you can realize, you know, five years from now, I'm going to, I would love to revisit this conversation mm. so that I could see now and all the uncertainty I'm feeling mm. how God was faithful because he's going to be. Yes. And so that's just what I want to leave everybody with. He's going to be faithful. Just keep mm. sticking with him. That's awesome. I love it, man. And I think you're right. I think we've got to be willing to trust. It's like we have an expectation of what we think fruit is going to be. But I, I've had this thought in my brain for years. And I think my time in, in, in uh, North Africa did this, but like, we've got to be willing to trust that God is even bearing fruit and using us in ways we, we, we don't even know and can't fathom. But I think sometimes when we don't see it, it's like we, we, we get discouraged by that. So to your point, like you're exactly where you need to be. I'm exactly where, and God is using you even in ways you didn't expect. And may never know about to the day you die. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so I'm try, I am trust that and I'm grateful for that. And I'm grateful for you, man, Clayton. Thank you so much for the friend you've been to me and, you know, the constant encouragement you have been to me and for just being a faithful follower of Jesus and and for sharing some wisdom with, with me today. I'm always gracious and uh, I'm always excited to learn from you and I'm excited for others to get a chance to hear from you as well. So. That's exciting, man. I I really appreciate you. Well, thanks for the opportunity. Love this podcast. Well, I want to say thank you for joining in on this episode. If you are enjoying the podcast, I want to make sure to encourage you to subscribe today. We've got more episodes lined up, and I'm excited to get those out to you. By subscribing, you'll get notifications when a new episode hits. And I want to invite you to send a question. Let's keep these discussions going. They are needed and healthy. Until next time. I'm Justin Myrick, encouraging us all to stay connected to the church, connected to each other, and most importantly, connected to the God we love and serve. God bless.